America. My name is Amir Said Frimpong. I come to you live every Thursday. I'm not going to do a Thursday show today because of Thanksgiving and I got to get my eating on. And today I'm going to talk about King Richard, which I saw on HBO. And I am a, you know, I'm a black father who supports black fathers. So I was already disposed to like it. I was not disposed to like, uh, disposed to like the title because uh, I just think he was being a dad. Like, I, th- I don't like the title King Richard because I don't like monarchs. And I just think he was being a dad and doing his job as a dad. And insofar as he was doing his job as a dad, I thought he was a pretty good job as a dad. Now he's got a lot of, a lot of other kids by a lot of other, um, by uh, his former wife, five kids. And depending on who you talk to, he didn't do so good by them. But... By Venus and Serena, and this is a movie about Venus and Serena. It, the movie ends when Venus is 15. He did well by them. And you can't tell a story. A lot of people say, like, well, it should have been about the girls. It was a girls. You can't tell a story about Venus and Serena Williams from ages 0 to 15. That's not a story of Richard Williams. I said what I said. I said, without Richard Williams, Venus, you don't know who Venus and Serena Williams are. There's no like there's this liberalism that'll tell you that they were destined for greatness. They weren't destined for Jack. They weren't destined for Jack. It took Richard and Orisine Williams, Brandy Williams, to, to make that happen. I um and some people talk about, well, you know, Richard Williams, the problem was his ego. Look, at the beginning of the movie, you have Richard Williams running around Los Angeles. And I was in Los Angeles. I didn't move out of LA proper until 1990, exactly. And so I remember going back to my cousins in 91. This is back when Venus was on her tear, when in 63 youth, as like a 12-year-old. And, you know, there was a little bit of black tennis in in, in LA. And my aunt is a, was a very um, avid black tennis player. And, you know, they were talking about Venus Williams. She was what we were talking about uh, at the time, right? So everyone remembers Venus Williams, who was in L.A. at the time, you know, playing tennis, right? So, um, but when the movie starts, Richard Williams is running around Los Angeles looking for a coach for his kids, kissing any white butt that would, like, help him help his girls. So if he was this proud guy who wouldn't humble himself, he wouldn't have done that. He was looking out for his girls all the time. He was running around getting tennis balls, like doing whatever it can. Like proud guys who are like overly arrogant don't humble themselves that way. He wasn't overly arrogant. He was doing what it takes to show up for his kids, right? So when you see Richard Williams, you know, being excited for Venus and Serena at the match or like telling off reporters, you call him arrogant. When you see him like running around, like trying, 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 begging these white coaches to take his daughters because it's possible that he like they've outstripped his knowledge of the game. Um, That's also him. That's the same Richard Williams, because everything was all about making his girls champions. Right. So. Just think about tennis, right? So tennis is not only, it's a white technical game. It's very technical, very white, and full of the worst parents, right? So you have to, and you have to deal with them more than you have to even deal with them in golf, right? So there's the beginning scene when Richard Williams is running around trying to find a coach for his kids. And just, and every, and just everyone, all these white guys are telling him, no, 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 no. And he keeps doing it because it's about the kids and not about his ego. And so he trains him himself, and, and like he just kind of keeps going with it. Also, p- 
pulling them out of juniors, right? I'm just imagining what it was like when Venus was whipping these white girls left and right, having to deal with these parents. And, and that just wasn't the best for his family, so he pulled them out of juniors. You, when you go 63-0, and 0, you have nothing to prove in juniors, right? So you keep Venus in like a healthy environment while she gets her tennis game going, and you keep her at the club playing. She doesn't need to go to these tennis, and you don't need to be in these stands with these awful parents and the, who are like awful to their kids and awful to your kids. And like I said, it's tennis. So it's going to be the worst white parents in the stands crapping on your daughter, crapping on your family as your daughter whoops them. And like, he doesn't need that for his kids. So I actually, I respect him. Like, I thought that was a good parenting move, taking them out of juniors. I mean, it's obvious, it's easy to say these moves are good moves now that they're, you know, some of the best you've ever done it. But I, I like, I think that was depicted well, right? So Richard Williams, another thing, I can just imagine being a black dad you got a 14-year-old tennis player who wants to start pro, and then you look up and you see, because I remember Jennifer Capriati. She was a few years older than I was, and Venus is a few years uh, younger than um, I am. I'm right in the middle between Capriati. But I remember when Capriati got pinched. I remember when she was a 14-year-old phenom, and I remember a few years later, I think, like in seven, yeah, I was, I was young. And I remember when she was a 14-year-old phenom, uh, I think maybe sixth grade, I don't know. Um, and I also remember when she got pinched as a burnout at 17. And I, or maybe she was 17 or 18, I don't know. She was around there. I was, I think, in high school when she got pinched. Young high school, maybe eighth grade. And I just remember that I just can, I can imagine being a father. You have a 12, 13-year-old who is going with Capriati's coach going on that road and all of a sudden you look up and you see Capriati is going to the jail for drugs and like has lost her way. I would just nope all out. Nope, 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 nope. I would just, I would, I would nope my way out of that too. So you have to understand that Richard Williams was doing all of this without a map. And as a black man, as a black father, as a black parent, you have to, Tail, no, you have to say no to so much bad white advice. That's one thing that people see. Of the things people don't tell you about being black in these United States, the amount of bad advice you have to just ignore or actively keep either away from your kids or just like away because the white conservatives are racist and the white liberals are bad at parenting. There are no parents worse in America than white liberal parents. They have no idea how anything works, um, and they're barely parents, right? So the amount of bad advice, they're the ones who will just say like, well, you know, you just have to do what makes the girl happy. No, you don't. You need a plan for your kids. You need to have a plan. Um, so yeah, the white liberal parents are the worst parents in these United States. White, white conservative parents are going to be bad for different reasons. They're going to train their kids to be a-hole conquerors and their daughters to be like marriageable, but but infantilized and so like they're like they're going to be bad parents but white liberal parents are just bad um uh yeah the, the, like white liberal parents are just going to be bad at parenting right so 
imagine like you're a black parent having to figure all this out, having to listen to all of these like bad advice all the way through. You look up, you see Capriati being pinched at 18 years old. Um, and and like for for drugs and like hanging out with seedy people and like you would just i would just nope my daughter all out of all of all of that so i support richard williams right so there's there's this notion that you could tell a story about venus and serena without making it about richard and that's just false from zero to 15. maybe if you want to tell a story about serena i mean venus standing up for getting women equal pay in 2006 that could be about Venus, but uh, Anna, Anna DeVray already did that, right? There's a, there's a documentary about that, right? That could be about Venus without about Richard. But zero through 15, every good thing they did is going to be direct, everything on the tennis court, and even actually ethically, is going to be a figure, is going to be about Richard, which is appropriate, right? I blame parents for their kids' screw up. I also blame parents for their kids' successes. At that age, it's not like he was a, an absentee parent. And it's not like they were doing something that they figured out. No. Like, he coached them how to play tennis, a very technical game. And, like, black people might not understand this because if you, like me, were a latchkey kid and, you know, my mom got rid of my dad when, uh, you know, that was a huge mistake on her part, when I was eight and, you know, pretty much television raised me. So I, and like, I had to remember what my dad taught me because my dad at the time was kind of a no BS immigrant and, uh, you know, had very serious ideas about things, I can, as you can imagine. And I have very serious ideas about um, my kids too, and I'm going to keep my serious ideas. Um, and so when they divorced, like, I kind of had to go with my memory of my dad and, like, television and because my mom was working. And that was non-ideal, right? So this idea that you could tell a story about their excellence that doesn't have to deal with Richard, especially zero through 15, is just ridiculous, is ridiculous. It's a liberal fantasy that somehow they were destined for greatness. They weren't destined for Jack. Like they were born in the middle of L like they weren't destined for nothing. Like he willed their career into being with Brandy, um, but like, let's be honest, taking the lumps, a lot of that was Richard. And if you're gonna tell a story about them growing up, it's gonna be a story about Richard, and that's perfectly appropriate. Uh, and, and that's what the story was. So you tell him that like, well, I wanted a story about the girls. And that was a story about the girls, and any story about the girls and tennis, is gonna be a story about him figuring out how to teach the girls tennis, because <laughs> that's what happened. So um, I, I just don't go for the liberal notion that parents don't matter, especially black fathers, right? You can, you can try to tell a story about Archie, uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning um, that ends with Peyton going to college, but that story is going to be about Archie Manning, their dad who taught them how to throw a football, right? You can tell a story, yeah. So you can tell about a story about the Jackson 5 that doesn't include Joe Jackson, but it's not gonna be, it's gonna be abstract, it's not gonna be true. Uh, for better or for worse, the Jackson 5 is Jackson 5 because of Joe Jackson. Right? And these black guys, they're figuring it out. Figuring it out surrounded by all sorts of bad advice. Right? And what you had to do to protect those girls um, is not going, like, it's just, it's not going to, uh, um, 
it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty it's not going to be made for tv it's not going to be calibrated for the white so this notion that like well the girls are great but richard's a jerk no the girls are great because richard's a jerk and honestly when you see venus in 2006 uh, when you see Venus in 2006 fighting for gender equality and fighting to get equal pay and f doing it brashly, there are a lot of women who didn't do that. Venus, women, Venus Williams learned how to do that in a lot of ways by watching her dad, right? So advocate for things, right? A lot of women grow up learning how to play tennis but don't learn how to advocate. Venus learned how to do all of that by watching his dad. So anything memorable about the Williams sisters in tennis isn't really going to be their tennis game, which is cool, and they were the best to ever do it, but, like, that's not going to be, I don't know. Like, like Tom, Grady's a, Tom Brady is a fantastic football player. Do I really want to watch a movie about Tom Brady? Because he has he really, what has he contributed to the world? Uh, besides being great. So any movie that's about Venus and Serena, is going to be about them playing tennis and them being excellent at being tennis, but it's going to be about what, how that happened. How that happened. Because if they were like just two rich white sisters being excellent at tennis and the best you've ever done it, that would still not be a particularly good story because we know how that happened. They were just better at the system than other people. Like with Venus and Tarina, we had to create a different system that's actively antagonistic Two, he had to create a cocoon that was actively antagonistic against white tennis culture in order to create his tennis players. That's why the Venus and Serena Stones Williams story is going to be more impressive than the Michael Phelps story. And Michael Phelps is the best who's ever done it. But Michael Phelps' story is just going to be about him swimming. <laughs> like that's and like um, this is going to be more interesting. Because it's about having to create a cocoon in like an aggressively anti-black sport um, at a level that with a guy who didn't play tennis, who played tennis kind of. And uh, with the like putting together the black tennis infrastructure that was in L.A. And it does exist kind of, but like and black tennis is a cultural thing. But you got to understand Richard Williams had to say no to a lot of bad advice. And then he just did it. And he had to hustle, and he was going on faith because um, he was doing something that no one ever done. So, uh, yeah, so th give black fathers their due. And you know, we have a culture in America that thinks that black fathers are disposable. You, you have a culture in America that wants Venus and Serena Williams but doesn't want Richard. And Venus and Serena Williams co-produced this movie, which means even Venus and Serena Williams know that you can't have a story about them from zero to 15 without it being about Richard, which is perfectly appropriate. And don't listen to the feminists who say it's uh, otherwise, or you know the guys who want to sleep with feminists who tell you otherwise. Um, it's, it's perfectly appropriate, perfectly appropriate, because this is, art is long, and life is short, and it takes three generations to make a career, and somehow it takes three generations, it could be argued that it, could, it takes three generations to, uh, to, to make a tennis champion. Um, and somehow Richard 
William skipped two generations, right? So John McEnroe's story is a nice, um, um, uh, John McEnroe's story is a nice kind of contrast, right? So John McEnroe is a rich kid who grew up next to a tennis club, and his parents paid all the fees for him and Pat, to his his brother, to go to the tennis club. He grew up. He was like a very, very, very rich kid with a no BS mom. Didn't know tennis, but knew money, and they just sent him to the tennis club. And he was the best at his tennis club, right? So, like, he had, there was an infrastructure, and his mom was no BS, he was serious, right? So, John, John McEnroe's mom was a serious mom, and, like, you know, was serious about school and serious about getting him to tennis. But, like, there was an infrastructure set up for that. A tennis club that had been there for generations, right? An infrastructure set up. So, with the Venus and Serena Williams, you're seeing not only the growth of them as tennis players, you're seeing like Richard Williams putting together the infrastructure for them to be tennis players. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want. Maybe you can have a story about Seth and Steph Curry without like from zero to 15, from zero to Davidson, uh, zero to 18, without it being about Dell and, and Tanya. But I don't think you can. Maybe you can have a story about the ball boys LeVar, the, the, um, uh, without it being about LeVar. But let's be honest. We're talking about basketball with that family. And there's an infrastructure that accepts enormous black guys to be basketball players, right? That even recruits them. There is no infrastructure for black girls playing tennis in professional tennis, right? So you need the story because the infrastructure is actually anti that. Um, and so that's, that's like, let's be honest. Let's be honest about the worry. Like the more interesting story is the story of Richard Williams. The more interesting story is the rich story of Richard Williams. And I actually think the more interesting story is the uh, sister is Venus and not Serena. And Serena's probably the better tennis player, but the more interesting story is Venus. Um, and and that's because of her advocacy. Not necessarily her tennis, but how she used tennis to make the world a better place. And just like the more interesting quarterback of Tom Brady and Kaepernick is Kaepernick. Tom Brady can come out with a show, but I wouldn't watch it because it would be boring. Might be interesting insofar as like apparently the guy's a robot and like goes to bed at nine o'clock and, and uh, you know, eats kale and like does all that. So that's kind of interesting. But other than that, he's probably pretty boring, right? So... Um, if you take anything from the movie, understand that it begins with King Richard, like hustling in LA, looking for coaches for his daughter in a way that like doesn't, that's not arrogant, right? He has to actually like, I don't know, like kind of try to kiss these guys' butts to get him to take his kid. And like that arrogant guys wouldn't do that. Two proud guys wouldn't do that. Fathers who care about their daughters do that. Right? And, you know, Tom, someone's talking about Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady's got a kid that I don't know how good he's treating his kid and, like, for, with uh, Bridget Moynihan. So, like, there's a lot. I'm, 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 you know, Tom Brady's good at football, not that interested in him um, as, like, a father. Right? So what we have to think about is... Uh, Richard Williams wasn't proud 
He was just doing his job. Richard Williams, who pulled his kids out of juniors because after Venus had dominated, he realized this is not a healthy environment for my girls. Richard Williams, who like saw Jennifer Capriati and would, and did not want Venus, and like that was the that could have been a road. Did not want Venus and Serena going down that road that route. Um. So. Yeah, and you can say, and you can kind of compare him to LeVar Ball. But once again, there was an infrastructure for black guys doing basketball. And LeVar Ball played basketball. Like in college, a little bit. But like there was an infrastructure. Richard Williams did all this like trying to figure it out as he goes. So like the amount of just study. And look, studying is itself. And I say this because, you know, I'm the funky academic, right? So studying itself is a humbling experience. Being willing to humble yourself to learn something that you don't know is itself already a sign that you're not the most arrogant person in the world, but actually you care about actually the knowledge, right? So Richard Williams had to humble himself to learn tennis, to teach tennis to his girls the best he could, and then try to find people who taught it better. Um, yeah, and while protecting them from both the streets, and, you know, his old, like, the older daughter, Tunde, died, like, in a drive-by, so, you know, the, like, the danger is real, so protecting them from the streets, and then protecting them from these awful white tennis parents, and there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that, so he did a job, so this idea that Richard Williams was bad because he wasn't appropriately humble, kind of underestimates the kind of humility that needed to be displayed in order to learn a game you don't know and then teach it and then hustle around for coaches for your daughter because like you can only do it the best you know how but like that might be um uh inadequate right so i th i think he was a great he's a great father to those girls like i said He's got five other kids that maybe wasn't that great for. But he was a great father, or seen great mother. They worked it out. And I don't like the title King Richard. And even in the movie, the title was only used by some gangsters who wanted to make fun of him. Right? Like, who do you think you are? Um, like, protecting your daughter. Right? So he was a, I think, a better movie, a better title would have just been Daddy. Daddy. But, because um, that's what I think he was, and I think that's what he was good at. Because if they were trying to, like, if he was some arrogant jerk, it wouldn't have worked. He wouldn't have humbled himself to learn tennis, and he wouldn't have, like, run around looking for coaches for his kids. Right? So, um, Richard the Lionhearted. I okay, I'll go with Richard the Lionhearted as a title. That works. That works too. I like just daddy. And even with Kobe Bryant, you think you know Kobe Bryant people people think that um Kobe Bryant was just a mamba because he, he was the mamba. But you know, his his dad was a professional basketball player. <laughs> like you don't have Kobe Bryant without Joe Bryant. And professor and coach, right? Without coach Joe Bryant. Right, so there's this dive, there's this, um, there's this idea that things happen, like liberal ideas, things happen without like institutions and without parents, and, and, and it's just not the case. That's just not the case. The world is 
Um, the world is too specialized and too complicated. It takes too many generations. My kids, you know, I was thinking about, I got, I got a book. Maybe I'll get the, I'll get the book. I got a book about, uh, you know, which kind of doctors my kids are going to be because, you know, it's a good profession. And I was deciding my oldest was going to be an optometrist because that's a good profession, right? You go home. And I was talking to my friend. And, and she was like, you know, an optometrist, your daughters are going to be more interesting than that. That's still kind of a, it's a clean job and you get decent hours, but you don't want that. And I was just thinking, you know what? That's right. I'm just going to make my kids philosophy professors or law professors. And I think that's a good, honorable profession. And I could prepare them for that. So my kids, nine, um, six, and four, I think they could all be philosophy or law professors. Good jobs. And, you know, that's something I can prepare them. And for and you know I can start preparing them now and I kind of already started, and uh, because I talk to them pretty much like I talk to you, so they 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 they're they're pretty uh, astute, and yeah, so like that's the generational knowledge I can kind of confer to them. That's better. That's that's going to be a decent inheritance. And I already told them that like I didn't tell them, but I've told you that this show is going to be my legacy to them, right? So like if I stroke out or anything like that. Um, they are going to do this every week, right? And uh, that's going to be their, their, uh, their that's going to be their legacy, and, and and that's going to be my legacy to them in terms of inheritance. They'll 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 get the family business, which I think is appropriate, and which is also why you should go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars a month, so that I can keep doing this. And uh, someone said, what if they want to be artists? What, I don't care what they want to be. Like, what if they want to, I don't, like, that, this is, there's that, that liberalism again. Like, they are going to uh, be whatever, they're going to get 17 years of rigorous education from me, both moral and intellectual. And after that, they'll be able to make the right decision. And the right decision is I won't don't be surprised when it's exactly as I think it's going to be. Right. So um, I'm going to raise them to be free and give them a particular set of skills. <laughs> That's not like a CIA infiltrate. Yeah, they'll have a particular set of skills and a job here every Thursday if they want it, as opposed to waiting tables. And I will prepare them for the family business. Um, uh no i like i and this is the family business and by then it'll grow even more and and this will be better than like i said any other summer job they would have and um yeah so uh yeah you got to have a plan man art is long and life is short and the world is specialized so you have to think in terms of generations you have to think in terms of generations and set a plan if you just think that they'll figure it out then you're white <laughs> <laughs> or and connected to money in ways that you don't know. Like that is a bad, that is a bad, liberal parenting is bad parenting. Conservative parenting is bad parenting in a different way, but liberal parenting is a disaster. You need to have a plan. You need to have a plan um, for your kids because the world is has a plan. And if you're black, you need to have a plan for your kids because the world also has a plan for your kids. And it is not to be an optometrist. And it is not to be a law professor um, or a philosophy professor. And so Richard Williams had a plan. And I support, I, support, I support the movie. All right, thank you for your time. And I will talk to you 
uh, next week. I should allow what they want. To, oh, I like it, Paul Smith. Should allow your kids to explore what they want to do with their life. No, thank you. You do that with your kids. My kids, I think law professor, philosophy professor, I'm going to prepare them, give them that particular set of skills, and, um, and they will. They can major in whatever they want because that's what you can do if you're going to be a law professor or a, a philosophy professor. But like, I will steer them towards this a better life with the skills I have and they will make a good amount of money that way. And this whole allowing them to do and explore what they want to do with their lives, that is for the whites. <laughs> and not even, though that's for the liberal whites who don't know what they're doing and then expect magic to, uh, to, to, to solve them. I am going to plan out my kids' um, uh, kind of general trajectory and so that they uh, end up doing very well. Thank you very much. I'll pass on your advice, Paul Smith. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you give them a particular set of skills, and then it's going to be very attractive to uh, be a philosophy professor or a law professor. And, and, and the illusion is that the people who are philosophy professors or law professors got there in one generation. That's just not true. So you let them decide what they want to do and then find out that um, what they wanted to do took already 10 years of preparation that other kids are ahead at. So like, I don't want, um, I don't want, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't want my kids to find out what they wanted to do later and then find out that they were 10 years behind because like other people were preparing their kids. I just want to prepare my kids <laughs> to actually in a specific way and then uh, those skills will happen. Right. So um, there's my, you know, Advice for parenting, do not listen to the liberals. And don't think, you know, let God take the wheel or whatever. Because that isn't, um, that's not appropriate for your black children. Right. And, you know, white ladies can do that because they'll, they'll just, achieve, uh, they'll just uh, you know, assume that they'll marry well. But uh, if you're raising black kids, you, you need to have a plan for them. You need to have a serious plan and understand that it takes, you know, three generations to make a career. And we got to we got to catch up. Right. So. Um, thank you for your time. And I will see you not Thursday because that's Thanksgiving and I'll be with the fam. But next week. Peace.